audio. This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw on Feral Audio. I am your host. I am still Joseph Scrimshaw. This week's episode is about what everyone would rather be doing than the thing they are currently doing, and that is watching Netflix. Recorded live in San Francisco at Doc's Lab, you will learn everything you ever wanted to know and quite a lot more about Rebecca Watson and Bonnie Burton's deep, deep obsession with good old Netflix. As always, you also hear our co-producer Sarah Meyer interviewing random human beings and seeing how they feel about Netflix. Do they love it? Do they hate it? Are they big fans of Fuller House? Do they still get discs like Savages? If they have Netflix streaming, why are they even outside in the first place? We will find out. But before we dive deep into the warm, red embrace of endless streaming content, it's time to answer a listener-submitted question about their personal obsession. I throw out requests for obsessions like these on my Facebook and Twitter, so if you have an obsession that you would like addressed, follow me on the social media as at Joseph Scrimshaw. Christopher Todd says, Hello, Joseph. I'm obsessed with TV show theme songs, or intros. Why do they have them? Now, Christopher puts theme songs and intros in quotes, indicating possible sarcasm and bitter feelings. Christopher's next sentence is explicit about his passionate feelings. He says, Why are some of these theme songs so unfucking believably long? Like the one from Star Trek Enterprise with Scott Bakula, it's horrible, and incredibly long. So long, in fact, that after binge-watching the show, I now have a form of audio PTSD. At the risk of getting too bitter, Christopher adds, I will say this, there are only two shows that I can sit through intros or theme songs of, Doctor Who and Angel. Both fine shows, in my humble opinion. First off, Christopher, thanks for your question and your incredibly strong obsessive feelings. I love obsessive feelings. To answer your question, I think the ideal TV show intro and theme music sets the mood of the show. It should be a nice, entertaining slap in the face that says, hey, put the real world out of your mind and watch the hell out of this TV show. Or if you're watching the TV show Real World, it should slap you in the face and say, hey, reality, or something like that. Anyway, it should prepare you aesthetically and tonally for whatever the show is at its core. Recently, my wife and I have been watching House of Cards, and that music is big and bold to suggest the face of American politics, with a bunch of dark, burbling, menacing bass to suggest the reality of American politics. And over the course of the montage of Washington, D.C., it turns from day to night. It is a very long intro, but I like watching it every time, because by the time those credits are done, I am totally prepared for Kevin Spacey to do a horrible political thing, then turn to the camera and explain it to me in a dubious yet soft southern accent. Game of Thrones is literally a map that reminds you of the actual world you're about to disappear into, and the music sounds like the composers said to themselves, what would it sound like if the Renfest was cool? and then wrote that perfectly. Now, Doctor Who lets you know the plot, too. You're going to be thrown down a twisty tunnel in a box, and you're going to fucking like it. That's all of Doctor Who. 24 doesn't really have a theme song, just a quick tag with some urgent noises because they're running out of time, damn it! It prepares you perfectly. Now, if I had a theme song, it would just be me looking stressed while eating a piece of cheese. That would prepare you what my life is like right now. 
it would just be that frozen shot of me about to eat an ill-advised large hunk of cheddar and it would slowly zoom in to my big squirrely eyes while wild cacophonous jazz music plays. Like if you just put a bunch of monkeys in a recording booth with a saxophone and a drum kit, that would be my theme song right now. So that's my answer, Christopher. I think the best TV shows take us to strange, faraway places and entertain us with shocking, high-stakes stories while also holding up a mirror to ourselves and saying, hey, this is what you look like. And I think theme songs do the same. In just a moment, I'm going to get to work on a new spec script to go with my personal theme song. The show will just be called, hey, this is what you look like. But enough about me. Let's talk about me. If you enjoy Obsessed Podcasts, you can support us by becoming a backer on Patreon. For as little as one buck a month, you'll get access to our monthly patron-only bonus episodes of Obsessed. Full info is on patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. Or you can support all of the artists on the Feral Audio Podcast Collective by shopping at Amazon through our portal. Just go to feralaudio.com, click the Support Our Artist button, and go buy anything on Amazon, and some of the money will go to supporting Feral Audio. It does not matter what you buy on Amazon. This week, I'm recommending you buy a product called Star Trek colon, Enterprise colon, The Full Journey dash The Complete Series Collection Box Set. Now, fun fact. The box set contains 24 DVDs, and 13 of them are just that goddamn theme song. That's how long it is. Shows! I do shows! I've got a bunch of shows coming up in Los Angeles, in particular, on Friday, July 8th. It's the next installment of my comedy game show with Hal Lublin called Head Cannon. It's at the Nerdmelt Showroom, 7 p.m. For tickets and full info on all my shows, go to josephscrimshaw.com live shows. But for now, put on your sweatpants, Grab a burrito or a frozen pizza or kale or whatever your go-to binge-watching food is and enjoy Rebecca Watson and Bonnie Burton's obsession with Netflix. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm very happy to be doing this podcast here at Doc's Lab in San Francisco. Excellent. This is a lovely, beautiful basement that we're all in together. Uh, and I'm excited about the topic of this podcast. Uh, I've been wanting to do this topic for a long time, waiting for the right time, the right people. And the topic is Netflix. Uh, I think like most human beings, I am a huge fan of Netflix. I, I enjoy the movies, but I'm mostly into watching the television show episodes because I'm really fascinated that all you have to do is press one button and then if you wait a few seconds, the next episode will just automatically play. That is like going to Chipotle, taking one bite of a burrito, and then the rest of the burrito just crawls down your throat. <laughs> and unless you press a button to actively stop it, more and more burritos will just crawl into your body, and it is disgusting and beautiful, just like Netflix should be. So I am happy to celebrate the disgust and the beauty with two wonderful guests. Uh, first up, she is a writer, a host, founder of Skeptic.org, and creator of the science game show Quizotron, Rebecca Watson! Hello, everyone! Oh, thank you. And she is also a writer, a star of the internet. You can read her articles on CNET, buy her Star Wars and crafting books, and catch her on Vaginal Fantasy Book Club, Bonnie Burton! 
I'm really glad your segue wasn't. Speaking of disgusting and beautiful. <laughs> Which one I was waiting for that. I know. <laughs> yeah, like you could be a singing duo. Hi, <laughs> I'm disgusting and I'm beautiful. And here are the hits of the '70s. <laughs> From K-Tel. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. I'm cool with that. Okay, Let's cool. Okay, yeah. good, good. Okay. Uh, I want to get right into Netflix because I have yeah, so many uh, thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. My first question. Uh, we'll start with you, Rebecca, and I'd like you guys both to answer this. If you traveled back in time and told yourself as a child what Netflix was, how would you describe to young, young Rebecca what Netflix is? I would say, uh, remember how X-Men, the animated series, was coming on and your brother came downstairs and punched you in the arm until you had to run away and then you went next door to your aunt's house and watched X-Men secretly because she was at the casino? <laughs> now you can watch X-Men whenever you want <laughs> so you might uh, tell young you that you have to be punched <laughs> right. well young me assumed I had to be punched regardless <laughs> Fair uh, but yeah I used to uh, I, I had certain shows like 11am on Saturdays I would need to watch X-Men the animated series also, um, at 1 p.m. in summers, uh, during the day, uh, the A-team came on. And sometimes my brothers got in the way. Like, there would be some sporting <laughs> event on. And if they come down and they want that remote control, they are going to beat the shit out of me and take it. Okay. And so that was a huge building block of who I am today. But if Netflix existed when I was a child... I would be a completely different person. I would probably not be sitting here today. <laughs> so I would you'd go back and say, hey, start this thing Netflix, and you won't have to do this podcast yeah. with this asshole. No, 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 because, yeah, 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 yeah. I would probably be a goddamn banker, Joseph. I would be like an investment banker. I would have millions of dollars, and I would not need to, to seek out um, acceptance from strangers. Excellent. Yeah. That's a great answer. Netflix, yeah. it is freedom from your brothers and a better future. Uh, Bonnie... If you went yeah. back and told uh, young uh, self. Speaking of acceptance from strangers. <laughs> <laughs> same question. Yeah, what would you uh, say so to your I'm going to go self? the other route. Uh, so instead of sneaking downstairs to the TV at 2 in the morning to secretly watch Porky's <laughs> on HBO or Emmanuel. I also liked European porn. I was asexual, but I was super into Murdoch, so... Yeah, <laughs> see, I... All the different, different kinds of porn, Yeah, yeah. see, I, I knew there was something going on on HBO After Dark, so it wasn't all just, you know, the usual same music video going over and over and over again. I was at the beginning of HBO when it was, like, home bo box office is what it represented. That's what it was called. <laughs> it's before MTV, so there's something called Radio Jukebox, and they only had the license to play three videos. <laughs> so it was usually Blondie, Rod Stewart, and Video Killed the Radio Star. That was it. Uh, so three videos, but Video Killed the Radio Star. Yeah. Even though was, they only had three that videos. That was the first so thing broadcast videos. on MTV, actually. It didn't really kill. It was more of roofied the radio star. But <laughs> All right. Bad, so what do you tell what do you tell your young self? Okay, so Segway young from self roofies. is you get to watch porn-ish, porn-ish, porn-esque. 
Uh, that's how I learned. I how mean, to now you're just describing the internet <laughs> <laughs> to your younger self. Hey, I'm glad I learned about glory holes through Porky's and not the internet. Kids today don't understand the power of Porky's. Yeah, so Porky's isn't porn. So you would explain to your, <laughs> Wait, your young self that you young get to self, watch. You get to watch naked people in comedy situations. <laughs> uh, that isn't Benny Hill. Uh, where Yakety Sax isn't the only song you would yes. hear. Uh, you also get to watch Doctor Who whenever you want. Because I had a similar situation, but instead of brothers beating me down for watching what I wanted, Doctor Who ran into uh, football time. So I only got halfway through Doctor Who, and then suddenly I had to watch something to do with quarterbacks, and it wasn't the same as dialect. Did you think that the doctor had suddenly time <laughs> No, <laughs> but my dad, I just, my dad was like a straight-up cowboy. I'm from the Midwest, and my dad would be like, he'd see the dialect. And if, I, if you watch Tom Baker version of Doctor Who, which is from the 70s and 80s, there wasn't a lot of special effects budgets there, so the dialect was like a trash can with a plunger. And I remember, and it would say, exterminate. And I remember my dad would always walk into Doctor Who at that time. No matter how I described how fantastic Doctor Who was to my dad, that's the t when he would walk in, he'd be like, what the hell is this horse shit? So he <laughs> would walk in on the giant rat from the Talons of Wang Chiang. Yes. It yeah, would all, all right. it would always be plunger shame. Like there would never, <laughs> no robot was evil to my dad after saying okay. that. So, so my, you young self, to your my young self can appreciate Doctor Who, See some nakedness. That's about it. Okay. I mean, that's all Look, you really need, if right? If you came to me as an adult and said, Look, I got this new thing. Yeah. Doctor Who in light nudity, I'd be like, Fuck yeah. Right? It's great. 100%. Cool. Count I mean, me that's, in. Like, that's okay. like dicks and Daleks. That's like. <laughs> Another great super group. Yeah. 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 All right. Maybe so I want to, I, I, I know that this could be a very long answer, but I want a short answer because okay. I want to just get a sense, just a sense. What is like your two or three top shows on Netflix? Oh. All right. I got it. I got it. Uh, Lady Dynamite, number one right cool. now. You got to watch it. Maria Bamford. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll, all right. I'll keep it short. Keep it short. Uh, <laughs> uh, number two, Arrested Development. I go back and I watch it and I rewatch it. Okay. All right. Um, and number three, I'm going to have to go with Jessica Jones. Wow, nice. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. wanted to get a picture for later for us knowing you, for the listening audience. Get a little bit of picture of who you are, and that makes a lot of sense. You're so contemporary. I try. Okay. <clears throat> first up, <laughs> first up, Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> Second one, Columbo. Oh, yeah. Right. Love right? Columbo. Now, my third one was Magnum P.I., there is a Magnum P.I. Murder, She Wrote crossover episode. Super excellent. You should totally watch it. There's some sexual tension there. Um, <laughs> that was my first slash fic. I'm going to admit that. I wrote some erotica after that. My 10-year-old self was excited that for that. Did mustache tickle a little bit? There is such a hot jail scene where Magnum P.I. is put in jail, and she has to help him get out of jail. That sexual tension is like canned heat. And she's like, like, she's like, oh, it's so chilly out. No, he unbuttons that, his oh, tropical shirt. And so like, much flirting. So yeah. Higgins couldn't even cock block it. It was great. <laughs> so there's that. So I, but okay, they, so but they, I blah, love blah, blah, they took Net Magnum P.I. off of Netflix. Right. So it's my British substitute, which is not Sherlock because there's not enough Cumberbatch to sustain me. So it's Midsummer Murders, which is kind of like their version Alan, of Murder, she Alan wrote, Davies, slash... Yeah. Magnum P.I., but with, like, a proper British detective and his young co-worker. Awesome. This is, 
yeah, this is exactly the kind of stuff that I wanted to learn because I asked you what you would tell yourself as a child. As a child, you would sell, tell yourself, it's Doctor Who in light nudity. And then you would grow up and you would search for the Doctor Who in light nudity <laughs> in Pleasant Murder Mysteries. Right. It's a conundrum. I mean, I mean, I went straight from like sci-fi and naked to corpses and Big Ben and Hawaii and clam dip. <laughs> Which also Not a euphemism. No. By the way, Jessica Fletcher uses clam dip as a curse word a lot. Okay, cool. I'm getting a really good picture of who you guys are. I want to take it a... a it feels like an intervention suddenly, but okay. Do I get just, some pizza? It it's, yeah. my, it's my interview style. Okay. <laughs> so going further on who you are, if you were a category on Netflix, how would you be described, Rebecca? We'll start with you. Definitely uh, a murderous feminazi main characters. <laughs> <laughs> murderous feminazi main characters. That's a category, right? Yeah, sure. I feel like every time I log on to Netflix, they're like, do you want another murderous feminazi? And I was like, yes. Yes, I do. How do they yes, actually I present do. it? Do they say murderous feminazi? Or what words do they use? Uh, no, it's usually strong female character. <laughs> Uh, dear listeners, Rebecca just made a jacking off gesture, which she has made every time she's appeared on the podcast and has made me verbally annotate it for the listening audience. Yeah, this is a podcast. You can't do miming. I'm sorry. And also, it wasn't appropriate. What yes. I meant was... Yeah. Yes, please audibly <laughs> masturbate for the rest of the podcast. Shik shik. That's what I meant. <laughs> okay. So you, you, your category is... Murderous feminazis with audible masturbation. Uh, <laughs> uh, it works. It's great. It is. It's great. It's great. It's great I would category. absolutely watch. I would watch it's all that. It's not what they call it. Yeah, they call it strong female characters or uh, moody, dark mysteries. Or, you know. Something. Yeah. But we all know what they're talking about. They're talking about bitches that get shit done. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. You Bonnie. took all the categories. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, I'm fascinated by this, Bonnie, because I, you know, I knowing you, I know that you love your British murder mysteries. Yeah. I know that you love the the, the sort but of. But I'm not a British murder mystery. But so that's not who you are. Or yeah, are you? I'm, I'm more like a crafty, animated self-help. <laughs> cry for help. <laughs> uh, it'd be like <laughs> kind of like a murder she wrote, Martha Stewart. So I don't know. Like I, I yeah. here's the thing. I would be the jogger that always finds the dead body, <laughs> and also the dead body. Yeah, because I mean, I've watched enough Law and Order that I actually wanted to start of like a group uh, that hang out at Golden Gate Park that walk their dog just to see statistically if any of us could find a dead body, because there's it's always the dog that runs off, and that's in every British murder mystery too. I mean, they're Midsummer Murders. Midsummer is kind of like what they call little villages, right? So it's like Cabot Cove, where Cabot Cove has more dead bodies than Detroit. Yeah. Like that's, and that's like a tiny little fishing village in Maine. So for me, I feel like San Francisco, statistically, I should have found a dead body in Golden Gate Park by now. Uh, um, I don't want you, I don't I, I don't want you to take this as an insult, but I do not see you as the jogger that comes across the dead body. You, you, I'm the well, bloated oh, wait, corpse. No, 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 no. I see you as the 
video gamer who Ice-T goes to and is like, oh, <laughs> oh. what happened to Masturbator6969? Oh. You used to play with him all the time. And you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's, that's <laughs> one of the, I do like. Binge- and then you explain video games yeah. to Ice-T and he's yeah. like, I don't know what this is about. We're all laughing, but that was the Gamergate episode <laughs> yes. of SVU. Yeah. And it was hilarious because it's like, like trying to explain Snapchat to your parents or... <laughs> Like, I, I had to explain Tinder to an old folks' home, which was hilarious. Um, Wait, did you find a, a dead body episode? there? Or, yeah. <laughs> no, I do a lot. Of, I do, here's a secret that's no longer a secret. Uh-huh. I will go to any convention that pays me to be there. Uh, and one of the conventions I went to, the Elder audience Con. was much older. <laughs> Elder Con. Stroller Con or something. No, it was it was actually adults, but they all wanted to know about gender fluidity and Tinder. And I'm like, I'm totally down to tell you all this, but we all need a drink first. Like, I can't... I can't explain Tinder to people that are Fletcher like Fletcher Con, the murder she wrote. It was I would ki- I would kill to go to Fletcher Con. Okay, so I've got a lot of answer, <laughs> which is great because you knew what you were getting. Oh, into. absolutely. It, part of these questions is I want the actual answer, and then I'm fascinated to see from point A to point B how quickly can we get to Tinder at an old folks' home? Yeah. And that was it was very very cool. Bladder control was an issue. <laughs> What is the correct amount of television shows to watch in a row? Oh, I'll I'll tell you exactly that. So uh, (laughs) at some point, Netflix will ask you, (laughs) are you still watching watching this? (laughs) (laughs) And you say, fuck you, Netflix. (laughs) Fuck fuck you. And then a few hours will go by, and Netflix will be like, hey, uh, I just want to... Just, Check just checking in here. Are you, are you still watching this eighteen marathon? <laughs> Fuck you, Netflix. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> and the third time that Netflix asks, that's when you should just be like, okay, I'm done. I'm so done. it's the magic three. After Netflix tries to threes. fix your life three times, so yeah. that's about nine hours, nine hours, ten hours of straight viewing. Time means nothing to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. What is your perfect body? Uh, well, it depends on what I'm watching. Uh, so if I'm going through a whole series of something, usually nine hours, uh, in eight a city. hours in a sitting. I mean, I, I got through, I try to do seasons at a time because I don't want it spoiled for me on Netflix. So especially with Daredevil and Jessica Jones, I sat through that whole thing. And that's, then that's hardcore. I couldn't watch more than two episodes no, of Jessica Jones. I, I, she's my spirit animal. Yeah, I, she's I, my Patronus. You have to power watch it through. This is just some FYI. If you're gonna watch a full <laughs> season of something new on Netflix, like the new original series that hasn't been anywhere else, you need to watch it as fast as possible, all of the episodes, so you don't get anything spoiled on social media. Then you go back for a second, more kind of like like if you're going through a master's degree. So yeah. first year's <laughs> freshman year. Freshman year, just power through it, get the basics. Then the second time around, it's Next, your, you're looking for the onomah. Yeah, it's your PhD. You're, like <laughs> you're looking yeah. for clues. Yeah. You've read all the comics. You read all the Wikipedia. You read yeah. the, you're catching the inside then jokes. Then you know, but you need to power through that. Now, if it's old school stuff that's been around for a while, you can take your time like a fine wine. Or like Columbo's like a 16-year-old scotch that you just sip at all a right, time. All right, so how <laughs> many Columbo scotches can you do in a row? There's not enough Columbo on Netflix to, to mean, meet my limit. These were like TV movies, so it's like an hour, hour and a half episodes. Right, but how many in a row can you do? How many Columbos you, can you only, pound? There's only like 20 Columbos out there. Just fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you like calling me Where a Columbo wuss? Are you a, wuss? Are you a pussy, happening? Joseph? Are you a pussy? Well, this you got really violent. May I use that word? No. That's okay, thank my you. Word. Then no, that's I'm not a Columbo word. thing. That's our word. <laughs> I feel like I'm so like boxed, the counselor man. in a marriage type counseling situation. You guys, right. I'm hearing you, but you're not listening to me. So, Bonnie, your basic answer is watch as many as you have to to not be spoiled. But then when you go back to sip it like fine wine. Yeah. How I, many? How many? Just how many? How many? I, I, like, I, let's, I, I, I'll say five. Five. Five episodes. That's your standard. Yeah, because I pause it a lot and take screen grabs and then live tweet it and then like <laughs> talk about Shatner's hair. Or, oh, I, can't be- <laughs> I can't believe this old biddy was on the or like oh look George Clooney stills young and he only had like sixty dates that I, time and yeah. I started I had never seen the Next Generation despite my nerd cred. I know, I know, I know. All right, guys, I know. Somewhere so, Will Wheaton's crying. I know, I know. Don't get me started. So I went back and I watched Next Generation. And uh, I was making a good showing. I was getting through the episodes, and then there's this one episode where one of them goes to the holodeck and is like, I'm going to learn. It was probably data. Shick, shick. Do not. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like you're stabbing data in the shower at a prison. (laughs) Shook, shook. That's fine. All right, get back to your data. All right, so I feel like data goes to the holodeck is like, I want to learn what comedy is. Let me, (laughs) let me. Bring out the uh, 20th century's greatest comedian, and fucking Joe Piscopo appears. Yes, Joseph. I know. Joe Piscopo. <laughs> I know. What the, was your point? The end. <laughs> I stopped Netflix and didn't go back for three days. <laughs> <laughs> so you rage quit. So I Netflix quit normally Netflix. asks you. Are you right. okay? Are you still there? So if, right. it would have been great if Netflix had like popped up with a little in-screen window right. when Joe Piscopo appeared. Like, are you okay with this? Are you okay? Is That's everything all right? Actually, or like by day two, sent me an email and been like, yeah. where, where are you? Are you okay? <laughs> no, Netflix, I'm not okay. Joe Piscopo is not the greatest comedian of the 20th century. I've, I feel like this is a good thing because if you watch, a, I watch a lot of horror films on Netflix, okay. but before I start watching them, I go to this great website that really exists. It calls... It's called DoesTheDogDie.com. Yeah. Because I cannot watch a horror film where a dog dies. I mean, cats don't matter. But dogs, I can't. Okay, I shouldn't say uh, that. Cats as well. You, cats and dogs. All. Cats and dogs. But anyway, my uh, point. See my previous episode of Obsessed Cats. Yeah, I'm with Adam Savage. Cats are dicks. Okay, so anyway, so my point is, instead of Does the Dog Die, there should be a site called Is Joe Piscopo in it. <laughs> And then you could just type in the name of the movie or TV episode. Although, to be fair, Johnny Dangerously is a work of art. <laughs> I think that's a good place to wrap up this question. <laughs> that I can't remember what it was. Oh, it's how many, how many episodes? Right. Uh, so here's, here's my next question. We all, we clamor for Netflix to bring back different popular TV shows that have died, or actually unpopular TV shows usually that have died, with cult followings. So I think we have this attachment to Netflix that it can bring things back. If you could use Netflix to bring back a dead person, who would you have Netflix bring back? I guess I would have to go with uh, Vicky the Robot from Small Wonder. Wait, are these fictional or real people? I was just going to throw it out there and see where you went. Wow, okay. Is she dead? Yeah, in the last episode, she was uh, killed on screen. Uh, It was real, though. They killed her. (laughs) Spoilers. <laughs> Go to Spoilers. Does the Vicky Die? Spoilers. It was a bold it was a bold move for a show to take of that time, but okay. they they killed her off. 
And her last words were, Daddy, do I have a soul? And you said, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> you went dark quick. What are you drinking? And then you just pop that battery okay, out. Okay. I try to come up with fun <laughs> questions for the live shows so they really pop. This really does feel like therapy. Okay, so my answer is going to be B. Arthur. <laughs> oh, uh, that's good. But I want them to br- make her do a bunch of shows in every genre. So I feel like there should be like a hip comedy Amy Schumer B. Arthur show. There should be like a murder mystery show where B. Arthur solves like murders, but in England or Scandinavia, somewhere where, you know, where it gets where it doesn't matter. Where it's dark, you know, like dark right. murders. This is perfect, Bonnie. I have to interject, but it has because I, I have yeah, a, okay. a B. Arthur story. It's like B. Arthur with the dragon tattoo. Yeah. So the, here's here I, yeah. <laughs> Great, right? Right? Here, here's or a girl with the B. With Arthur, Arthur tattoo. tattoo. I have oh, to yeah, try yeah. to interrupt again. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I got to see B. Arthur live when I lived in Minneapolis. Well, she dead's a drag, so I'm glad you got to see her live. Yeah, okay. Good. Uh, so we got to see B. Arthur live. She did her standard kind of show where she talked about uh, famous people that she knew, and then she sang some songs, and at one point she was singing, and she did a walkabout on the stage, and the spotlight was following her, and then B. Arthur was gone <laughs> because she had fallen off the stage. <laughs> and everyone went, oh, it's like, we just watched a golden girl die. And then the spotlight went around, and then the spotlight kind of landed on the edge of the stage, and then you saw B. Arthur's claw-like hand like <laughs> Evil Dead come out of the darkness grip the stage, climb back on, and she went, I'm fine. <laughs> so I feel like I've already seen her come back well, from the dead. Yeah, that could be either Evil Dead or Platoon. <laughs> there could be like different levels of the hand coming out yeah. of the grave, or, like the end of Carrie. Sorry, spoilers. At the end of <laughs> Carrie, uh, when she comes out of the grave. There's lots of... Yeah. yeah. B. Arthur's a great I place. mean, I would kill to watch... Maybe. Kill to watch a B. Arthur zombie movie. I mean, to me, Golden Girl Zombies is like, that's, yeah. that I would 100%. be so great. That yeah. I would watch that. But um, I would I don't also know. like a Golden Girls reboot where it's like they're vampire slayers, Buffy esque yeah. vampire slayers. Yeah, like Joss Whedon produced yeah. Golden Girls. Would with you like seriously Tim, want? With like Tim Conway as Angel. Yeah. I'd yeah. Be, I'd be fine with <laughs> <laughs> Right? Absolutely, 100%. We're going, we're going old school here. Yeah. So Would many Carol ser- Burnett jokes, too. Yes. Would you seriously want a any sort of Golden Girls comeback since the absolute original Golden Girls, with the exception of Betty White, is not, they're not around with no. this? No. no. No, right? No, That's not perfection no. was achieved. Why would you? Yeah, but if they did it now, they don't let el- anyone over the age of 35 on TV anymore. So it would have to be like Golden Girls, but it would be, is it Bronze Girls in high school? I don't even know. What's well, they did is a... it wood? I don't know. what. It, what's I know anniversaries. <laughs> it's gold, silver, bronze. Right. What wood. element are they? Uh, yeah. Are they like plaster girls? Like, I don't know what you would. And then it would just turn into Mean Girls or 90210. Paper Girls. Paper Girls. There yeah. you go. Paper Girls. Yeah. Yeah, but it wouldn't be anybody old because we're not allowed to age on in TV anymore. Nailed it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I want to talk about the phrase Netflix and chill uh, because soon it is going to pass out of any cultural relevance. Yeah, let's get to I, it now. I want to sneak it in there. Uh, now, my understanding is that Netflix and chill is, of course, just like let's come over and have sex. It's just code for coming over and having sex. Is that what that means? That's I thought I it was instructions for time. boxed wine. <laughs> I had no idea that it meant chill means sex. Is that what kids are calling sex now? Chill by yeah. itself doesn't mean oh. sex. I think I think the idea is that... Says the guy who knows a lot about sex. I sure <laughs> do. When I have to call my wife from the other room, 
happening. Come in here, please. Uh, so I think I'm fascinated by it because it's this uh, you know funny thing of like hey whatever we'll just come hang out we'll watch Netflix and whatever which is a sign of how prevalent Netflix is in our culture. But I'm curious if you guys could Netflix and chill with anyone and it actually meant this is not I think what the term means but it actually meant someone is going to watch some Netflix with you and then have furious mad sex with you. Who would you want to Netflix and chill with? Kristen Ritter. I would watch Jessica Jones all the way through and with bang her. her. Yeah, <laughs> as <laughs> that's pretty as, meta. As that's meta. we're watching, as we're watching Jessica Jones, uh, Murder She Wrote, and then have sex with Angela Lansbury. Oh, that is <laughs> that is better. That is better. She's still alive. That is better. She's still hot. <laughs> okay, uh, then I, I mean, I guess I'm gonna go Golden Girls and I have sex with Tim Conway. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tim Conway's dead. Whatever. Is he? He's not dead. Google it. Barely, uh. but he's kicking. kicking. Tim Conway know. was famous for making people on the Carol Burnett show laugh in yes. the middle of the sketch. Yeah, Do you think he would laugh in the middle of sex? That's the dream? best way to laugh and the best way to sex. <laughs> right? <laughs> this guy knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Like, I, are we supposed to have sex with the people we're watching on television? Because a lot of actors don't like to see themselves well, on the I'm screen. Well, I'm just I'm very matchy-matchy. Yeah, it's general. very, yeah. It's yeah, like so a Garanimal's way to sex. I get it. I get it. You have, you have relisted your favorite shows again and said, I'd be willing to fuck the person in that show. Because, okay, wait, 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 Which wait. Which is wait, great, wait, wait. but I want to reframe this. Because I'm also thinking Magnum P.I. and Tom Selleck, because that, that is hot. He's 100%. Still, that's, one, that's a mustache ride and a half. Yeah. That's like, I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah, I'd pay a nickel for that. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. So th that's that's another good answer. But I want to reframe the question one more time. Okay. If you were going to watch a show and then you had sex with somebody who had nothing to do with the show, <laughs> what show and who is the sex partner? Uh, well, I mean, this is really tough because mostly I want to fuck Mark Burnett. <laughs> he's <had a laughs> he's involved with every show. <laughs> like the producer on everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that was a very subtle joke. Oh, I got yeah. it. I got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you want Oh, well, in that case, I'm totally screwing Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. If we're just going down the showrunner lane, I mean, Joss Whedon, but I feel like he'd be a little too sensitive to my needs. Well, I mean, really, this is just... <laughs> This you know what I mean? Too sensitive yeah, to me. Yeah, I mean, like, he's like, a, I love him, but I just, uh, sometimes I just, you know, I want to just go for it, and then I feel like we talk too much he's during too sex. Fat. And he's like, do you have to shave your legs? And you're like, yeah, it's my choice, Joss. Yeah, I don't, right? I don't like, I like to be the feminist in the relationship, yeah. so. Yeah, I don't want anybody one-upping me and yeah. be like, how do you feel about the wage gap? Shut the fuck up and get down there. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> That's the only gap I care about. Yeah. There's only one gap in sex, and it shouldn't have wage in front of it. Right. <laughs> I get it. I get Sorry, it. Sorry, what was the question? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think you've replaced the phrase Netflix and chill with shut up and get down there. Which is, that's what all the kids are saying now. You want to come over and shut up and get down there? I choose the guy from Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> But you always sneak one in right at the end But if it's there. like, shut up and get down there, I feel like the reminder, are you still down there? <laughs> it's been nine hours. Are you still are, are down there? Are you still there? down there? Continue. Are you afraid you'll get spoilers on the internet? Yeah. Continue. Continue. <laughs> so that's what 
that's a 10 hour art. Yes, I'm still watching. Yeah. yeah. That countdown. All kinds, Nine, of, all kinds eight, of binging. Seven. Yes. Six. All right, here's my final question in this segment of the podcast. If you were a show on Netflix, we'll start with you, Rebecca. If you were a show on Netflix, what would Netflix recommend next? <laughs> Xanax. <laughs> if you enjoyed Rebecca Watson, you might also enjoy Xanax. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll come back for a more uh, self-positive answer in a minute. Oh, oh, I see. I don't know. I was gonna say therapy, but I'm trying to think of what could you mean, like a palate cleanser or something well, that's I'm similar to what you've been watching. The they sometimes nail like the exact right thing. Like you watch Daredevil, and they say watch Jessica Jones, but like, oh, but Daredevil has a red outfit, so why don't you watch the? Movies that all have color names that are depressing French movies because there's a relationship. Like right. those weird stretches of logic that connect to things. Like I'm, they have these amazing algorithms that know, I think, more than any human government or structure has ever known about us. And yet their suggestions are still super fucked up sometimes. Yeah. So I'm curious to see, like, what. All right, would mine it be logical? would probably be DuckTales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this that guy, guy knows. knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> knows a lot. Yeah, because of that one one scene where I dove into a pit of money. <laughs> nice. That's what you do on the daily, right? On the daily. I mean, maybe Dance Moms, but that's not on Netflix. <laughs> it is on Netflix. No. Dance? No, I've seen is it Is it now? Because it it's usually it's on the Lifetime. You can pay for Lifetime movies now. No, no, now. but once, the season, once it's been a while, right. you can go back and see or the Or any of those seasons. Lifetime movies. Like, any of them. Okay, it's Mother like a pretty valid answer to have. Yeah, or, yeah. like, the girl who, like, kills her roommate in, in uh, Italy and then blames, like, the guy yeah, that Foxy, came by. Foxy, Foxy, yeah. Roxy, or whatever. Anything with Richard Greco in it. <laughs> Meredith Baxter Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. So you Tory enjoyed spelling. Tory spelling. You enjoyed Bonnie Burton. You might enjoy <laughs> Richard Greco. No, that's bad. Let's say Tory spelling. Yeah. Okay. You Tory enjoyed Bonnie Tory Burton. Tory spelling. Yeah. yeah you I'm might cool enjoy that. Tory spelling. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like we have learned a lot about you guys <laughs> and a lot about For Netflix. Better or worse. Uh, so we're gonna play a little game now. Uh, this game is which Netflix TV show would win in a fight. You guys ready? So ready. Okay. The first matchup is House of Cards. Versus the Wonder Years. In a fight. Like a dirty, however, like a dirty fight? However or? you guys want to define it, because yeah. you guys are very good at defining things for yourselves. <laughs> and I don't want to step on that. Uh, however you want to define it. Absolutely, House of Cards. Uh, Clara would fuck Winnie and convince her to stab Fred when he wasn't looking. Yeah. I, I, I I'm agree. sorry, I got distracted. I just heard stabbing and fucking. Who won? <laughs> House oh, of Cards. Oh. House of Cards. House one. of Cards. Yeah, Frank and Claire would team up. They'd go after Fred and Winnie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm still having a visual of Claire and Winnie having sex. Claire and, and Winnie that's a would win do it. for us all. Do it hardcore. Uh, it's so great because they're both shows that get narrated, and I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah. 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 And Winnie would be like guaranteed Secretary of State if she just. You know, yeah. Shanks Fred. <laughs> there wasn't enough. Sub I don't think there was enough subway murders in Wonder Years. Yeah. Um, or any. Alert. I know. For yeah. Wonder Years. I just spoiled Wonder Years. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that there's no subway murder? It's yeah. kind of an anti-spoiler. Sorry. Bonnie, sorry. do you disagree? Do you think House of Cards would beat the Wonder Years in a fight? Oh, yeah. Beat it to death. There wouldn't be a pulse left. It would be bad. Okay. I think I know how and you And it would be found in Golden Gate Park by me and my dog. Yeah. 
Okay. So that I, would be the end. I think I know how you guys are going to go on this next one. Jessica Jones versus Orange is Jessica the New Black. Jones. There we go. That's what I said. I do like mm. Orange is the New Black, but it's it's a bit fluffy. And like they, they uh, Orange is the New Black uh, as a show, you know, and I'm speaking outside of the show. They don't really know where they're going, and sometimes they go one way and sometimes they go the other way. Jessica Jones is a piece of art. And Jessica Jones as a character would murder everybody in Orange is the New Black before they had a chance to blink. Right. I, I love that you called the Orange is the New Black is too fluffy. It <laughs> is too fluffy. That's hilarious. It is. It's fluffy. I, 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 I love Jessica Jones, too. I think she can outdrink all of the cast of Orange is the New Black, but when it comes to a numbers game, but then again, she has telekinetic powers, she's super strong, I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious what the audience thinks. So audience, I'm gonna say each of them, and I want you to applaud for the one that you think would win in a fight. Uh, do you think that Jessica Jones would win? <laughs> How about for that fluffy series about a brutal women's prison, Orange is the New Black? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. These okay. guys know. These guys All right. know. All right. All right. All of them know. It's great that we're accelerating in how many people know things. It was one guy, then That's two right. people. No, no it's, it's everybody. everybody. All right. Uh, ready for the next one? Yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer versus Fuller House. Shut up. Come on. <laughs> Now you're just listing out like slash fiction or ideas. Hoping that are like San Francisco yeah. roots or something. Come on. I didn't even Guess think about that. Want to go with Fuller House? No. no. Fuck you. Yeah. Next. <laughs> I mean. I want to ask more quizzes where the appropriate answer is "fuck you." Next. Yeah. yeah. Which could also be Netflix's new slogan. But, <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, the Olsen twins are technically zombies, but... They're, but they're not even in Fuller House, so they don't count. Oh, that's right. No, yeah, yeah fuck Fuller House. Fuck yeah. Fuller House, great. Which All right. Would, would be a great sequel to that one, but yeah. Well, that's, we that is the porn parody. <laughs> one of these uh, shows in the next matchup has been mentioned, the other hasn't, uh, which I think should be. Here we go. Star Trek The Next Generation versus Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Wait, who's going to win in a fight? Yeah. Not just who, who are we teaming up? Is it, is it gonna be? Is it gonna be Paris Worf versus versus pa Paris versus any of them? Paris <laughs> will murder every single member of the next generation. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah, and only this lady knows. <laughs> <laughs> you guys haven't watched Gilmore Girls if you don't know that Paris would murder every single asshole on the no, next generation. No, I get generation. that. I get that. How do you feel, Bonnie? I oh. I don't know. I've got like all my DNA that's pro Wheaton wants to defend that, but then I've got like he'd be the first to die. The Milo, the Milo Ventimiglia. Like type. we all know, he'd be the first to die, and I know. Uh, Rory's I grandmother know. would kill him. Roy, again, Rory's <laughs> grandmother. Roy's grandmother and Wesley Crusher. That's the slash fic I want to read. <laughs> See, I'm not about who will die. Mine's like, who's going to have the best sex ever? Like, Absolutely. That, to me, is a better... How old was Will in that I don't show? know. Hey, you got to learn. It's going to be like The Graduate. Okay. <laughs> right? Mm. He was like two a years younger A little different. Then. I'm just saying. Okay. I don't know. In America, we have these laws. Yeah, there are laws for a reason, but it's, I, But it's in space, so it's like space law. No! <laughs> No beans, no, even it's in like, space. I don't think Wesley Crusher would say no. I'm Do just I saying. Do I need to change this to who would win in a fuck? Yeah. 
we're not we're not discussing crusher consent. Okay. We're talking about okay. All right. okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> consensual crusher. All right. Because you may want to try to make a stars hollow joke, or should we just no? Let it no, go. You're right. I think, right. I think we're good. I think we're good. I mean, I didn't bring up Sparky McGee. I mean, we could go there. But, but do you do you agree that Star Trek: The Next Generation? They're both very peaceful, talky shows where there is conflict, but it's mostly just people are upset about relationships. Yeah, but Gilmore <laughs> Girls excels at passive aggression, Ooh. and that's where they would win the fight. I don't know. Deanna Troy was the queen of passive aggressive, and she was an empath, and she couldn't like get her freaking right. not compared across. to Rory's grandmother. Here's how I want to tie off this qu- this uh, qu- specific question, uh, Rebecca. Can you tell me which specific Gilmore Girls character, what deep cut Gilmore Girls character, would murder Joe Piscopo? <laughs> Also Paris. <laughs> in my head cut. in my head, Paris is like a John Wick esque character <laughs> <laughs> and she just goes on a murder spree throughout all of uh, the next generation. Fair enough. Fair enough. I would watch the hell out of that by 100%. the way. One hundred percent. But she has right. to have sex with all of them. First. Also that. Okay. It's Despite like li- it'd be like Liquid Sky. Has anyone seen okay. You got yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Rent it. These ladies now. <laughs> yeah, YouTube it. There's no renting anymore. YouTube it. <laughs> Illegally download it. Uh, Netflix it. <laughs> Maybe. No. No. The time that Netflix starts putting like post-apocalyptic lesbian punk movies on is the time that I just um, will never go to work ever again. I'm pretty sure I saw Tank Girl on Netflix. That does not count. <laughs> I love me some Lori Petty, but there's there's She fucked nothing. a kangaroo person. Ice T was the kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, but he could have been it's a still lady. Ice T. It wasn't a real kangaroo. You don't know. That could have been a lady. Kangaroo. Welcome to my new podcast, Facts About Tank Girl. With Rebecca Watson and Bonnie Martin. The authenticity of kangaroo sex. <laughs> All right, to switch it up a little bit in our who would win in a fight, I want to throw in some movies. Okay. okay. Wh- which movie would win in this fight? Jurassic Park versus Boogie Nights. Jurassic Park. Okay, so I've read Taken by T-Rex, and I'm thinking we can work with this. Oh, wait, you're talking about fight. I was thinking the other F word. Um, that's a real book, by the way, Taken by T-Rex. It's on Amazon. It's 99 cents. Um, is that a I'd Chuck Tingle classic? No, it's written by another, not Chuck Tingle, but it is erotica that's bad. I highly recommend getting the audiobook because Siri sounds bored. <laughs> <laughs> and just understanding the physics of T-Rex sex is just hilarious because they're tiny little arms, but apparently, okay, doesn't. Okay, anyway. Um, yeah, no no such here. thing as a reach around. Right, what was the question? <laughs> Who? Who would win in a fight? Okay, Jurassic Park or a lot of versus Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights, right? Okay. I would say. Uh, are you doing? What are you doing? I think Rebecca is doing a T Rex strip tease. Is that I what that know. is? What is that? I don't know. Are you master? Are you acknowledging your T shirt you that has T Rex on it? You know that T Rex doesn't have no, boobs, it's, right? It's T Rex nipple play, and oh. I, didn't, I, I didn't realize until I looked down, giggling at my own joke, that I'm wearing a T Rex oh, gay are. pride. Yeah, you're right so now. meta right wow. now. Yeah. It works on two levels. Yeah. Uh, and no which more. Which is two more than I usually work <laughs> on. <laughs> Let's just say Jurassic Park. Let's just say Jurassic You okay. say Jurassic Park or World? Because that's no, a whole Jurassic other. Park. Okay, Jurassic Park. World isn't Park. on it. Park. Okay. So Jurassic Park versus Boogie Nights. Rebecca, do you have any thoughts or do you nope. have? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here is the final question in this round that I that I constructed to create maybe a little bit of conflict between you guys. Tri- is this triple points? Yeah. Okay. On the points I haven't been assigning yet? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Here we go. 
24 versus Murder, She Wrote. Murder, She Wrote. 24. No! Oh, yeah. Did you say Conflict. that to create drama? Look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. All right. I Because you've been lying this whole time. I'm actually a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was anti-24 for a long time because I thought it was just right-wing propaganda, and then I watched it, and it was fucking amazing right-wing propaganda. <laughs> All right? <laughs> now I am pro-murdering terrorists in I a like, specific yeah. imaginary world. 24 is a science fiction show yeah. where terrorists blow up everything all the time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this the last time we were on stage together, yeah. so I apologize, but my favorite thing about 24 is this. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. She's, she's putting me in a choker hole, but this is really just fourth. Go to, go to sleep. This is fourth base go for to me. Sleep. <laughs> for those of you that are going to call me later. Bonnie, go to sleep. Oh, sorry. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's it my is true. favorite thing. Jack Bauer does it in like every other episode, and it never fails to make me laugh. <laughs> Jack Bauer would make Jessica go, is Jessica Fletcher go to sleep immediately. No. <laughs> now this Jessica Fletcher would be like, I'm all, like Jack Bauer has just murdered a terrorist in her town, but he had to do it on the down low because otherwise the Russians would realize what was <laughs> up. So he covered it as though. It was, he was just an angry bookstore owner, and this guy was trying to start a Barnes and Noble, like uh, in that to, uh, that Meg Ryan, uh, Tom Hanks movie. And so he assassinated him and covered it up in that way. And Jessica started to catch on, and so Jack Bauer came up behind her and was like, "Go to sleep, go to sleep." Okay, so <laughs> Rebecca has given a very detailed answer. Can you match it? <laughs> Oh, no, she didn't just give a detail. She tried to put me to sleep. Like, I don't know if you, s- <laughs> oh, yeah, you podcast yeah. listeners who can't see. She I demonstrated Jack's she tried sleeper to put move me in a, I don't even know how you're talking she right now. She tried to put me in a choker hold. Are you talking in your sleep right now? She, tra- she tried to put me in a choker hold, a.k.a. fourth base. We already covered this. I don't go down easy. And more ways than one. No. Um, That's not what I heard. Uh... Get down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and chill. I'm totally going to chill you right now. Um, no, Jessica Fletcher would win. Murder, She Wrote would win. Mainly because she uh, can find a clue in, like, the worst messed up hotel room. She could bore a detective to death and then glare <laughs> at them when the detective says, go back to your little fishing town. She could actually stop a bullet just through her shoulder pad velour jogging suit that she always wears with the signature jewelry that matches. It's very matchy-match. Um, and she, I mean, this is a woman that predicted Oculus Riff with that VR episode, the VR murder. Just Google Jessica Fletcher VR. You're welcome. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that Jessica would just talk to Jack and he would continually scream, <laughs> running out of time. Yeah, yeah, and basically. She, yeah, at him, just like, yeah. and then I saw yeah. this murder, and then I bought yeah. this blazer. Yeah, and, and also like, running out screaming, go to sleep. No, but it wouldn't <laughs> work. She would just look at him disapprovingly, and like, and then at the very end, there'd be a freeze frame, high five, or cheers with wine. I mean, okay, that's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna split the decision. I I support uh, Rebecca in that Jack Bauer is really good at making people go to sleep, and I think the hilarious freeze frame is yeah. right when he grabs Jessica Fletcher, yeah. and we don't know we don't know if what she's happened gonna next. Go to sleep Maybe or not. they're both holding a glass of wine. As yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever watch Netflix? No. Never. Never. Almost never. 
I think the only thing I've ever watched, I did watch House of Cards for a little bit. Yeah. Mm, and then I watched Langham or Longham or it's kind of a Western. Well, I actually like Narcos, but I'm more into uh, old school martial arts movies. What is binge watching? Oh, binge watching and you sit on your ass on your, on your sofa and you just keep watching for like six, seven hours and, until you finish all the episodes. <laughs> what do I think about what? Uh, binge watching. Do you know what that is? Yes, I do. I have no idea why anybody would do that. When I watch one show every time, all the time, every day, <laughs> same show. <laughs> What's the longest you've ever binge watched something, you think? Oh, man, I think about four seasons, five seasons, Sons of Anarchy. I did that in about two weeks, I think. How'd you feel afterwards? Like I wanted to watch it again. <laughs> probably House of Cards and it probably a whole season in a day, so 13 hours with a bathroom break in between. Well, I was going to say, eating, sleeping, how does that work? You break long enough to put the pizza rolls in the oven and then you watch another 15 minutes while they cook. If Netflix could resurrect a show that had been canceled, that you loved, what would you want to see? My favorite Martian. <laughs> Ninja Turtles? Mm, maybe the Cosby Show. They had a lot of good family values and morals, you know, regardless of what people think Bill Cosby did. His show was fucking amazing. Excuse my language. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do you know the phrase Netflix and chill? Oh, yes. Have you ever? I'm married... And so basically, it's just Netflix. No chilling? No. What's a better euphemism for Netflix and chill? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Just, just get down to business and just stop fucking. <laughs> We're going to move on to our How Obsessed Are You questions. We'll start with you, Rebecca. Okay. Do you think about Netflix every day? Yes. I mean, no, actually, I don't. I'm going to say no. I don't think about it because I wake up, I get out of bed, and my brain just immediately, like, it's it's in me to just sort of <laughs> turn on Netflix and start streaming something. Right. So and it's so a natural response. I think about the other things I'm doing, but yeah, it's like blinking or breathing. Okay. Yeah. Damn. It's in me. It's in me. <laughs> uh, Bonnie, is it in you? <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Sure, why not? Um... Yeah, it's kind of like like we had a rule growing up in our childhood that we weren't allowed to talk to dad until he was two scotches in and you had to be the one who brought the scotch. So Netflix to me is the two scotches in. Like okay. I feel like I can't deal with reality until I watch about a couple hours of Netflix. Then I can pay bills. Then I can think about the Trump wall that's going to be built. Then I can think about the taxes I forgot to pay two years ago. Then I can think about the relationship. Oh, I forgot to have kids. I can think about that. <laughs> I gotta think about, you know, whatever. I forgot that. <laughs> I did. I for, they right. were on so my to-do list, and I skipped it to So that's a yes else. to you, think about Netflix every day. Yeah, sure, why not? All right, next question. Rebecca, we'll start with you. Have you ever had a dream about Netflix? Absolutely. Yes. Bec well, I mean, I've, I've had dreams where I've been in the show that I was just binge-watching. Right. Uh, like I, I went through a period where for a s for several days I watched nothing but regrettable tattoo shows. Uh, I'm a big, <laughs> big fan, big fan. Uh, I have no tattoos myself, but I hope to one day have my own regrettable tattoo. And I think there's nothing in this world funnier than other people's regrettable tattoos. And so I immediately thereafter had several 
dreams about being on the regrettable tattoo shows and just being super excited about it. (laughs) Yeah, I got this, uh, you know, whatever, like... uh, (laughs) Humorous example tattoo, yeah. Right, uh, Katy Perry left shark tattoo. uh, (laughs) And I, for some reason, regret it and would like it covered up with a real shark. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I have, yeah, like, I would, I have some, I've had some pretty elaborate, ornate Magnum P.I. dreams. Um, <laughs> uh, I won't go into them. We could talk about it later over some wine. Um, I would think, you know, the reality shows do trigger dreams, because I remember after binge-watching Hoarders, I had a dream that I couldn't get out of my apartment. Like, I couldn't find the door, and I kept finding other people that had been lost in my house for no apparent reason, like my second-grade teacher, who I haven't even thought about in years. And I was like, oh, my God, Mrs. Chapman, I'm totally sorry. And she's still wearing, like, the pantsuit situation. I'm from the 70s, so that's what happened there. But I would, like, find ex-boyfriends under the debris and, like, pets that I thought I had lost. And, like, the Amazon Prime guy who avoids me now because I talk to him too much when he comes to the door. Um, love that guy. Yeah. Though, love that guy. I mean, he that, gets it. That guy gets it. That guy gets it. The Amazon yeah. Prime guy gets it. Yeah. And, like, the guys who come by to talk about Jesus, they like, there were a couple Mormons, two Jehovah witnesses, and some Scientology. Excuse me, what kind of witnesses? Jehovah witnesses. <laughs> okay. And uh, Scientologists. Yeah, that's a Star Wars villain. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Han Solo was under yeah. some right. stuff. I understand yeah. Joe Von Witness uh, is going to be in Rogue One, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and so, I, yeah, when you watch too much Hoarders. Like like open your door and it's like, hola, Wookie. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I would take any pamphlet from Jabba the Hutt. Like, if he can make it up those stairs, I, he comes into the living room. He gets something. So you had deep, long dreams about your Hoarders binging. Joseph, what are you, what? <laughs> so you've had a lot of dreams. I just got caught up in the sexual tension we just had. Yes, I have these dreams about hoarding. I realize now this is a therapy session. It's been a really weird intervention. That's very ornate. It's the secret Made truth to look of this like podcast. A podcast, but thanks, I appreciate it. No, I've had like really elaborate dreams when it comes to anything reality based. Like my dance mom dreams are really stressful. I never remember the choreography. Are you the mom? Or the, okay, you're the. Kid. I'm the dancer kid okay. that can never remember the choreography, and I never understand like when to throw the glitter when to do jazz hands, when to do the tap, when to do the baton. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so stressful. I'm just that is very so stressful. stressful. I mean, so I couldn't sorry. even watch 24 because, like, the TikTok, TikTok, I don't know what's going to happen in the last it's okay, three buddy. minutes. Go to sleep, buddy. You put me in the sleep okay. Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> I'm dancing as fast as I can. I don't know what's happening. All right. Ne- the, the next question is not as stressful. <laughs> Rebecca, would you watch Netflix with Satan? Wait, which one? Well, again, like I'm leaving by. this open-ended to your wonderful imaginations. I mean, does this posit that I'm in hell and this is part of my punishment? Because at that point, what am I watching? I would assume Guy Fieri. Uh, so <laughs> at that point, and then I turn to my left and he's sitting right next to me. And I was like, Satan, how? And he's like, no, eat yeah. some cheese. <laughs> I, and, and so... That's yeah. Actually, that's good, because if you're in hell, which Netflix show are you forced to watch? For me, it would be Tiny, Home, Tiny House Hunters, right? Is that a 
That's yeah. a thing? It's t- sorry for the one person who said, oh, I like that show. Uh, <laughs> Tiny House Hunters Wait, is... Wait, is this for, like, little people? No, no, no. <laughs> I will explain. Cause, cause Don't make me put you in a sleeper hold. Little people deserve houses just like anybody oh, no. else's body. <laughs> this is what... So I'm from the Midwest. This is what we call trailer park living. But now it's called Tiny Homes. And it's people that want to downsize and live in small homes. I totally think that's awesome. But I love watching it just to see the wives who are not on board with this plan. And I always want there to be a show after it called Tiny Homes, Big Divorces. <laughs> like, I feel like that should be, right? But my idea of, like, like for me, watching that or watching any children's show that meant... So sometimes when I'm drunk, I accidentally hit kids instead of my... So I don't have kids, by the way. Accidentally. So you know, so you know on Netflix <laughs> when you have the option to go to a, like your normal viewing experience or the kids section? The kids section, if you're, is if when you're so drunk, you just need pictures <laughs> to click on. Are and you sure you, this isn't when you're thinking about no, like, no, how no, you no, no. forgot to have no, kids? No, no, this is a like, reminder why oh, it's good. Peppa no, no, no. The, the, when you accidentally go into kid zone for Netflix, it's a really good form of birth control. So I accidentally like click on whatever shiny thing's happening, and then you get into this weird for two-year-olds thing where it's like fish who solve adventure, like solve crimes, but no one's really dead. It's like crimes of pollution, or oh my god, I left my donut somewhere, like that kind of. Okay. And that's not a euphemism. Like that's Jessica like, Flipper. Yeah, Jessica Flipper. Yeah. We've exactly. drifted from logically from Satan to children. <laughs> Understandable. So Freudian, this so show. So just, uh, if somebody came to your door and they were wearing like a red suit. If. When somebody comes to their door and they're wearing like this red suit and like, hi, I'm Satan. I'd like to watch Murder, She Wrote with you, Bonnie Burton. Would yeah. you be like, sure. Or would you be like, no, I question this. Okay, so we're in San Francisco and I'm supposed to be questioning a guy in a red suit ringing my doorbell <laughs> saying he's Satan and he wants to watch. Okay, I get it. Um, so Tuesday then. Uh, I think that answers my question. You'd yeah. invite him in and yeah, you would watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it depends. Like when you're procrastinating, you want any kind of other person to enable you. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if it's Satan or the Amazon Prime guy who doesn't talk to me anymore. Yeah. Or, you know, you just you bring him on in and I you would be explain like, it. Yes, this is going to make a hilarious storify that, <laughs> <laughs> that may or may not end in my murder. But... <laughs> All right, next question. I got I got the answer I needed. Yeah. So, uh, would you wear underwear with Netflix? No. <laughs> Gee, God. Ditto. Next question. Next. Are we in the power round? Shut up and get down there. No. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Is, is Satan still it's there? Just now, it's just now like a thing that I'm going to say when I'm mad, and people are going to have no idea what that means. I'm going to be on Time Warner Cable They'll like, know. my internet's not working. Shut up and get down there. And they're going to be like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking They'll about? Know. Are you still down They'll there? Know. <laughs> They'll know. All right. Here is my whole question, possibly without interruption. Would you wear underwear with Netflix CEO Reed Hastings on them? Describe him, but like, dis- but like, uh, a, he is, like uh, a badge or his face? His on- face. His full face. And here's what his face looks like. Uh, Reed Hastings looks like Ron Burgundy if he wasn't funny or sexy. Where is his face positioned on my underpants? Uh, let's say you like can put it straight up on the on the the front crotch. 
So the baby. <laughs> the only crotch. So, so, what about the so basically, what about the my five other crotches? Uh, just <laughs> are those just blank? So, you, so you mean the baby portal? For the rest, the rest of this podcast will be conducted by the martini I slammed. It can either be on the front or crotchal area, or are you could talking? have oh, oh, you could have Reed you could have Reed Hastings on each cheek of your buttocks with different emotions. I know those my are the answer. Options. I know my answer. Can I go ahead? I want his face on what I like to refer to as God's loophole, which is, I'm so glad you guys know what that is. That's if you have a chastity promise ring that does not include anal. So that's God's loophole in that contract. Right. So you want Hastings' face all up on your butt. Well, no, I just, I feel like Juicy's already put it on so many, like, (laughs) like so many sweatpants butts. Like if, I don't know. Do I get other face options on the underwear as well or just his? Nope, just his. Because I want him right there. I want Kim Kardashian on front. I want Kanye West on each cheek. And then... Um, How big are your underwear? <laughs> I wear granny panties. I wear, I wear big girl pants. Like, I, I want, like, full coverage. All right. How big is the face? How big is the head? Are it's, not, it's not, like, a life size. Give us it's a It's not TPI. like we're going to go, like, measure... Yeah, like, can I just get the exactly back of his head right here? <laughs> Would you wear however much fits of Reed Hastings' face on your crotch, Rebecca? I I would only do it with an, a deal. Like I want, <laughs> yeah, I want I want a year of free Netflix. <laughs> All right, fair enough. See, Thank and you. And I want I want the Chelsea Handler deal. I want a show on Netflix if I'm going to wear him on my body. Okay, that's good. That's good. Just like she did. I'm oh, trying sorry, to figure out like how obsessed you are. I'm trying to rate okay. you here. Okay. So this is the final question. Okay. The other questions have been pretty normal. This is the weird question. If you could not watch Netflix without you or someone you love first being punched in the crotch, would you still watch Netflix? Yes, absolutely. I'd pick someone I love. Wait, whose crotch? <laughs> whose crotch is getting punched? Either you or someone you love. Rebecca has answered yeah, I don't understand what faster the than is Jack here. Bauer shoots a terrorist. Someone else gets punched, but I can still watch Netflix. Yeah. Then yeah, that's. Oh fine. yeah, totally. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's all right, the right. issue here? That's worse. Than, that's easier than paying nine ninety nine. Well, wait. Is it a real punch? Because if it's a light slap, I'm cool with that. No, I was very clear in my wording. It's a fucking punch. I okay. would. I would say yeah, yes, and else? I would choose you. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca, you love me? Aww. I know this is not the best way for it to come out, but Joseph, will you marry me? <laughs> That's the best I love you I've ever heard of. Like, <laughs> we, I will let some sort of ethereal force <laughs> punch you in the crotch punch you in the dick. so I can get up and drunkenly watch Netflix. Hey, I could watch it sober. <laughs> you can. I like it that you say, like, it's something I can I do want. if I work at it. I mean, I, I won't. It's like, I could be in the Olympics <laughs> if I work but at I it. But I could. All right. All it takes is, what, 100 hours as, of anything? 1,000 hours? 10,000 hours? 10,000. 10,000 hours of punching yeah. me in the crotch. All right. I would be an expert. Bonnie, who, so you would have someone you love punch in the crotch. Who? Uh, someone I love. Yeah, or, not just any you. random person. Or me, oh. Yourself you or someone yourself. you love. Uh, I love you, <laughs> Joseph. I'm so sorry, Joseph. Uh, since we're so opening up, um, prepare for a number of dick punches. Yeah, coming up. Yeah, and I'm I'm okay with getting punched there if it depending on who's punching. I mean, Cumberbatch, that's fine. But um, 
Sorry. Wait, should we define punching? Yeah, what are we talking <laughs> about here? Is this like fisting or is well, it like, is there like, are you wearing a, a glove? When a person throws their fist forward with great force. <laughs> oh, well then. But will they call me tomorrow? <laughs> I feel like I've gotten my answers. Okay. I feel like I've gotten my answers. Well, now I'm wavering a bit. <laughs> All right. So I, I have attempted to get clear, <laughs> concise answers. <laughs> By the way, there's no words Jesus on this sheet. Christ. If one more there's motherfucker says, by the way, I'm going to burn this basement down. There's just a picture of an apple. That's all that's here. There's no words. It's just the apple is frozen, yeah. the color wheel. Mm. All right. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to rate your obsession with okay. Netflix. All right. It's going to be hard. So I give people the number seven, and then to give it flavor, I give it a thing. So I am going to say seven binge watches. Out of seven binge watches, how obsessed are you? Rebecca, I think you are six out of seven binge watches what? obsessed. I've never been more insulted in my life. <laughs> Tell me why. How is I that I feel inaccurate? like I should have been a nine, easily. <laughs> you feel like it should have been more than seven. Uh, here are the facts, Joseph. I don't have a real job. <laughs> I spend all day pretty much at home uh, feeling uh, inadequate. Uh, therefore, <laughs> I like to watch other people who are doing the thing that I want to do, but they're succeeding uh, all day long. Okay. So nine. you feel like, would 6.5 help you? Would you want to be 6.5? I'll take it. All right. You'll begrudgingly accept. I accept accepts. your offer. It's a, right. it's a dyslexic nine. You're good. <laughs> six, nine, flip it. No? It's right. a dyslexic 5.6. So. Yeah, it's a part of your life thoroughly. Did I do math wrong? All right, Bonnie. <laughs> Bonnie, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go crazy here. And okay, I'm, yeah. I'm going to let you rate yourself. Right so here out in of front of all these people. <laughs> Can we dim the lights? Um, out of seven out of binge watches, yes. what numerical number <laughs> which Not is astral. a thing that I said? And also... Or alphabetical letter. Why is this also, one? out of H. I feel like this has turned into what celebrity... alphabetical this is, number? This turned into celebrity jeopardy. I will say threeve. <laughs> is that a number? Threeve. I have um, said so many words correct. <laughs> Three. Uh, H. Yeah, I'll go with H. No, oh. uh, no, 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 no. I, out of seven, yeah, okay, seven okay. is the maximum. Okay, okay. I'm going to okay. bring the hammer down. Okay. None of this crazy uh, nine bullshit. Out of seven, Yes. Rebecca is 6.5. I wrote a drinking game. I have slash fiction, and yes, I do some cosplay on the side. So I would say, uh, let's, let's say six. Six and three quarters. Six and three. So slightly, you're going to slide under Rebecca. Sexaliso. <laughs> Get down there. Slide on down there. Is that, is there a fraction? There's a fraction in there oh, somewhere, you, did right? Did you say, yeah. I, yeah, she's 6.75. Yeah, someone's so paying attention to the, the abacus that I'm is my brain. I'm not good with numerical numbers. <laughs> yeah. So you said, you said uh, yeah, six and three quarters. So yeah, you're, so she's sure. a quarter over me. Okay, so you're right yeah. on top of Rebecca. Yeah. Well, it was bound to happen after all those sleeper holds. Get on up there. Get on up there. All right. Are you still up there? 
Yes. I, <laughs> I let you can, in podcast land. You can't see the regret on Joseph's face <laughs> for having Rebecca and I on the show. They can hear it, but you can hear the they pain. Can hear you can hear the wrinkles. Here's the thing. I asked you guys because I, I knew it would be like this. <laughs> and I just asked myself, out of seven, how many will it be like this? <laughs> and it was seven, and I'm delighted. Excellent. Yay. Yay. It's sorry, not sorry. We're still I love young. you both. Yeah. And I was happy to rate you. I love you, too. That's why you're us. getting a dick punch. He's going to punch <laughs> us. <laughs> All right. So uh, I would like you guys to quickly plug yourself uh, where people what? can... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Rebecca Watson, and you can find me on Twitter at Rebecca Watson and other places. Anything else you want to plug? Thank you. Any, uh, any other activities you want to plug? Your show? Uh, I, I, uh, you can find me at Skeptic, skeptic.org, and I, I'm on Twitch now, so if you like video games and you like watching a girl murder a bunch of people in Overwatch, it turns out I'm really good at it. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Rebecca Versus on that. You can find me through the, the Twitter. Nice. Cool. Funny. Uh, I am Bonnie Girl on Twitter and most social media, media places. Uh, I have a new book called A Humor Crafting Book called Crafting with Feminism. That comes out in October. Teaches you how to make huggable uterus pillows to put like <laughs> a heating pad in when you have cramps and you can hug your cramps away. And also uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg finger puppets for yeah. Um, so that for the sexy times. Uh, and also I I do a YouTube romance book club show with Felicia Day, Veronica Belmont, um, and Kyla Casby called Vaginal Fantasy Book Club where we get really drunk on Google Hangouts once a month and maybe review the book we were supposed to read. Uh, but most of the time we don't. We just talk about <laughs> everything else and then I just try to make Felicia Day be embarrassed when I talk about Cthulhu sex. Um, and that's, that's about, yeah. Awesome. I'm trying to think of, yeah. I mean, I'm not on Twitch yet, but I might. Now, that you're, now that you're on there, I might, Do it. I might Twitch with you. That's where all the cool girls are going. Okay, totally. I'm going to try right. to Twitch with her. Yes. Excellent. The, we know everything. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and get down there. <laughs> Here are the final questions. Rebecca. Okay. Oh, there's more questions. I know. We're done. I know. I thought we were done, too. I know. I'm so okay. sorry. Focus. I'm, I'm focus. so, so sorry about like the content. This is like the SATs. So focused. Okay. Rebecca, if there was a word that legally only you were allowed to say, what word would you want to keep for yourself? Cunt. <laughs> It came out so fast. I mean, because I know it's it's most of my Twitter mentions. So, like, if only I can use it, then <laughs> most of my Twitter mentions would disappear and I could just talk to my friends like a normal person. <laughs> well reasoned. I can't... I got no problem with that. And meanwhile, you're going to leave a lot of YouTube comments for me, aren't you? <sighs> yeah. Bonnie. Yes. If you could build anything out of Legos... What? I don't get the same word. Nope. Nope. Okay. Bonnie... If Legos, you, yes. If you could build anything out of Legos and it would come to life, what would you build? Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so would there be two then? Yes. Who would have a soul? I don't care. <laughs> Fair I enough. Don't, I, don't, I don't care. So just to be clear, it's still Lego Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I don't care. I almost <laughs> bought that chocolate Cumberbatch. I'm totally down with a Lego one because at least it'll last longer. I mean, but what is... <laughs> 
look, I don't want to be the one to go there, but would his dick fall off? <laughs> it's always reattachable and buildable. Okay, all right, okay. Also ribbed. This guy knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bricked for her pleasure. <laughs> I'm down with it. I'm totally down with it. All right. The final question for everyone on the podcast is what is happiness? Rebecca, you've answered this before. Are you, do you feel like you have a fresh answer? I do. Shut up and get down there. <laughs> there was a dance. There was a dance. There was a dance, podcast Uh, viewers. Bonnie, for you, what is happiness? Uh, Lego Benedict Cumberbatch. (laughs) Getting down there. This all makes sense for me because true happiness to me is callback jokes that work. (laughs) Thank you very much. That is our podcast. Thank you. Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. We're running out of time, Jessica. We need to find this terrorist who's going around Maine killing people. Clam dip. <laughs> Go to sleep. Go to sleep. I think I know who's the killer. Go to sleep. <laughs> I think I know who's the killer. Go to sleep. I think I know. Go to sleep. I think I know. Shh. Clam dip.